Back when TikTok blew up, well, its owner, ByteDance, they spent a billion dollars on Facebook ads. They basically bought their way through Facebook's distribution to become a monster. That's exactly what Shein and Timu are doing. So if you look at Facebook or Meta's previous earnings report, they're like, oh, we had really strong growth in China. I think 10% of their ad sales was from Timu. So Timu is wow. spending hundreds of millions of dollars a quarter on Facebook. To, I don't even know if they're making money. It sounds like it's going to end badly if we're being honest about it. And uh, if we apply the FTX model or the whoever bought ads uh, for crypto during the Super Bowl two years ago, if we apply that model to 2024, I think Timo might be in trouble. All right, welcome to another episode of No Investment Advice. We've got an NI boys here today, Jack Butcher, Bilal Zaidi, Trunk fan. Boys, what's going on? Lots to talk about this week. We've got Super Bowl. Super Bowl, all the memes. We've been following all the memes in the group chat. Oh, dude, it's just crazy ads. I it's love man. Super I just Bowl love is your these Super Bowl events, in man. another way. Yeah. Did you guys all? Did you guys both watch? Did Jackie throw a party? No, no, no. Just a family thing. We kicking. Where were you, Bilal? I was at a local spot nearby. Same place I've been last two years. But um, yeah, the weird thing, the the sound wasn't really on. So the Usher performance, I was a little disappointed because <laughs> I was like, I need to be letting loose right now you know what i mean but i could still see Ludacris come out that was the that was the everyone cheered when Ludacris came out he's still a legend obviously so uh, I yeah saw I, I saw most hysterical. of it and then finished the rest at home oh you but didn't yeah. finish i would say i saw one of the funniest tweets ever and we're all we're all about the same age so somebody wrote that the first few bars of uh yeah uh with uh, the usher song yeah, yeah is yeah. like it's like the it's like the signal sleeper agents to like wake up uh older millennials for the dance floor <laughs> like dude when, those, <laughs> when it goes yeah everyone knows yo i actually on the way to school uh so inside baseball for the listeners we're recording a little bit earlier today and uh uh, so I just literally just dropped off my kid and I actually let him listen to yeah for the first time and he was losing oh, his mind. That's <laughs> so like, funny. This is incredible. I'm like, yeah. That was like, like one of the top like repeated songs for, of all oh. time. Must be like on the radio. It was like four months every day. It well, was dude, everywhere. when Jack rolled up to Ibiza after work on Friday at the factory, what song Friday do you think the was? Factory. What? Jack leaves his factory. He's in Ibiza by 8 p.m. What song do you think is coming on when Jack's buying these dollar fifty pints? Oh yeah, mate. Yeah, a little Lineker's bar. You ever do that, Bilal? No, I haven't, but I know about it. I know. It's, <laughs> Wait, what uh, is that? Legendary. Is it Gary uh, Lineker's place? Gary Lineker's, uh, maybe his son or I don't know. But uh, legendary British footballer has a pub called uh, Lineker's in uh, Ibiza. He's San got a Antonio. pub in Ibiza? Oh, yeah. So every, everyone knows. Everyone from England knows to go to that spot. Yeah, it's a busy spot. And he's place. kind of a legend. He's the, he hosts Match of the Day, which is the, the football show that everyone watches on, uh, you know, end of the weekend vibes. But um, yeah, anyway, yeah, good good times, boys. That was that was fun. So what, what do you boys reckon? I mean, Trung, you're probably more in the American football NFL uh, expertise. Well, I'll turn it off after Usher, boys. Yo, yeah, 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 I find yeah. it unwatchable as a sport in general. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I mean, yeah, I get it. We should talk about that because I think it's one of the most interesting things, right? Is like America is the largest media market in the world, which makes the Super Bowl, which is the largest event for the NFL, which is the largest media property in America, the most important thing, right? And 
just no one cares outside of America. It's mind-boggling if you think mm-hmm. about it, right? It is like so. Just by the numbers, I think uh, that came out yesterday. This is the most watched Super Bowl ever, which isn't shocking, right? Every How year, how much is that Taylor watch. Swift? Let's be honest. There were a lot well, of people. It's little Swifties in the bar where let I let me throw you, Ashley. We're not just going to talk sports here. We're, we're uh, you know, a lot of our listeners here from the media business angle. Culture. I mean. Uh, Nielsen, which does the ratings, they changed how they did the ratings for how many eyeballs there are in an event. They typically changed it last year, actually. So last year's jump... Community for, adjusted, wasn't it? Yeah, it's Community like, adjusted. Dude, honestly, <laughs> it's basically that. Well, I'll tell you what they did, which you guys... Well, Blau was involved in this in, in the sense of like he was recounted. They weren't counting... Uh, like, you know when you go to a friend's house to watch the game? They weren't really counting those extra eyeballs. Or like at a bar out of oh, home. They okay. that's, ca- that's a lot of that's quite a lot. That's like yeah. one times 20. Like it, sometimes mm. people you go You nailed it, man. There. So the number in an absolute number, I think it went from like uh, one, 101 to 116 uh, in the jump. So like it, it jumped massively. So this year's jump wasn't as big, uh, but it was the most viewed. And then if you look at the top 30 most viewed US events ever, 23 of them are Super Bowls. Uh, this one is number one now. Um, the moon landing was the most ever. Moon Isn't landing that was crazy 100, that yeah, 150 they million on the same level. Well, I'll tell you what's funny about the moon landing. I actually posted about it. Somebody brought up a great point. Is like, so the moon landing as a percentage of population was like 60% of the US population. Watched and it was it. like four channels or two channels, or exactly. And, and probably a lot just fewer like, TV, surely, right. Exactly. True. Yeah, yeah. And just but some companies like, what were the other forty percent of people doing? It's like yeah, you're not gonna watch the moon. What were you? What could you have possibly been doing where it was more important than watching somebody land on the moon? Uh, but uh, last thing working, I'll say is probably. Yeah, probably working. That's true. Probably in the As factory, but you know, yeah. <laughs> in the car factory. Yeah, you caught up on the moon landing after when you went to the bar. Um, but uh, the last thing I'll add is, uh, so as a percentage of population, this is about forty percent. All this Taylor Swift thing is uh, just massive, man. Like, that's the last thing I'll say. So I'll share it with you guys. Is like the rest of the world doesn't understand the sport. Obviously, like Eurovision is just as big apparently, and by numbers, obviously World Cup is also bigger. hilarious. Yeah, that's it's hilarious, massive, right? Yeah. And then cricket, the largest cricket games, obviously watched by over that's a billion, like a billion people. people. Yeah, yeah India, India, Pakistan. India, Pakistan. So I'll throw it to you guys. Like, how do you you feel about the Super Bowl as like this event in a world with fewer and fewer events. Like, that's what I love about it. You knew people would be on their phones for five hours. Yeah. Memeing, right? So yeah. that's what I loved about it. <laughs> not even, I love that Trung, like, that's what Trung goes to, not, oh, people are going to be watching the, the Super Bowl with and the And doing, friends. like, analysis. It's and you're like, no, the they're going to be looking down. They're not even watching the game. They're just making memes fresh. No, but I know what you're saying. It was, like, a massive, like, the whole timeline was strictly me. I didn't see regular It tweets. was incredible. Yeah, wow. There were so many moments. So what you guys Jack, think before what, we get Jack, into the I'll, I'll get, give mine, but Jack, what about you? What, what, what's your opinion on it? I don't know, really. I think uh, the Usher thing is fascinating to me just because of the, like, making a decision about who should perform at that and who's going to capture the most interest is, like, huge respect to Usher's career. Absolute, incredible catalog of music. It's just mental really that like that's the uh that you heard the comment of stuck culture it's like the u.s culture is like stuck in the 2000s early 2000s and the one of the one of the reasons i heard somebody try and justify that is like social media 
like fractured so much after that and like the musicians that occupied the charts before then it was like so much more of a shared like the year song is a perfect example of it right it's just like took off everywhere and that's not um musicians like that aren't necessarily being created anymore because of the way media functions maybe i don't know well, um, let's tie in a meme though, Ashley, to Jack's exact point. Have either of you guys ever heard a song by Ice Spice? Because there was a meme moment when Taylor no. Swift introduced Ice Spice to Jason To the Kelche. brother, right? Yeah, that yeah. was good. He like he shook a hand. I've never heard <laughs> one of the greatest, like, I mean, uh, I so think Rafa good. just posted memes. There's so many good ones. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, the funniest one I saw was, uh, which spice are you? <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, but uh, no, to 100% point, exactly. next year, she's going to have a Super Bowl commercial, no? Exactly. They right? have to like play on from the year on. Before well, let me ask whatever. you. So I've never heard. I could not name a single Ice Spice song. I've heard her name, but I don't. I don't know any songs either. Yeah. She's one of the biggest artists of that ilk R&B level. Taylor Swift put her on, but I have no idea. But to Jack's exact point, the isn't pre twenty ten. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's crazy. sorry. But but similarly, no, no, Jack, did you see on, um, Gram- the Grammys? What's his name? Um, Killer Mike won Best Album or something who's a rapper that more of our generation would know. He's more like conscious rapper, old school, like actual lyricist. And all of the kind of younger culture, in air quotes, meme pages I follow, like on Instagram, the funny ones that are like music adjacent, they're all of their generation. Like if you're 25, you're like, who the hell is killer? They were literally saying, like, I've never even heard of this guy. And they're like, Travis Scott was robbed. Drake was robbed. Like that's, and it's like, if you think of like a, a little map of where things went like the you know i'm gonna sound old but my favorite rapper as you guys know is nas and like that biggie like the lyricism still funky with it but then it just went into another world which was just like the feeling of like listening to travis scott is a different feeling than listening to uh you know nas or something and that you're just vibing out there you're like you go to a concert and you've seen what happens at those concerts they're they're wild but um so that that's another similar thing here where so many people were just like, who the hell's Usher? But not not like who the hell's him is Usher, but like there were like videos of a dad watching it who's like our age and their kid or like, you know, even a 45-year-old watching with a 15-year-old kid and they're like, what the hell? This is terrible music. And then the, the parents are just like loving life sort of thing. So it is quite interesting how they did that. Also, I will say Usher, when he took his top off, oh my, my man's still doing it, bro. He He's yeah, a, yeah, a symbol, you know what I mean? But well, the... Uh, Swole. Yeah. I mean, that Swole. was the other funny joke to your uh, to Bilal, but the shirtless usher was right be- right before that he was dancing with Alicia Keys. That's all I was gonna the, say. When he one of the funniest it, memes the waist. was uh, one of the funniest memes was about Swiss Beats, who's Alicia Keys' yeah. husband. Yeah, yeah. Bro, the memes with the work about- husband. With <laughs> yeah, the work husband, yeah. it's so good. It's <laughs> like this: how your work husband be looking after your wife at work and stuff like. That. And he's got he's that looking over her, and it's like, oh my god, man. There were so many good ones there. I uh, I really like this idea that Jack brought up about stuck culture, though. It uh, it is so true. I mean, it is true. It, of course, the internet uh, fragmented everything, social specifically. So, uh, if you made it, if you made it big before 2010, you're set. You're effing set as like a uh, as James a product, Blunt, baby. Yeah, yeah. Blunt. James Blunt, exactly. <laughs> what? Everyone knows. Everyone knows his banger tracks, right? And yeah. uh, track the track. It yeah. only takes one. Yeah, <laughs> weighs one track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. living proof. I, it only takes one. You're beautiful. I'm a uh, legend. 
No, but think about the other ones. If you go to the top streamed artist, I'll actually tell you one who did break through recently is Bad Bunny. Oh, so yeah. Bad Bunny has been the top streamed artist on Spanish uh, market. Well, I'll tell you what's interesting. Blah, you nailed it. It's the interesting point is that the Spanish market hadn't come out as on the internet until the last decade. So there oh, are yeah. like there are pockets of the internet where you rise up with it. Like uh, I think Latin America, they have 500 million internet users, and obviously. Uh, I can't remember what the number was. Something crazy. Either a quarter or a third of America now is half or uh, a fully Latino. Something crazy, right? The numbers again, it's getting up there. Uh, um, I love a little to... reggaeton. Not gonna lie, like Jay yeah, Balvin. Like is he, does he count as reggaeton as well? <laughs> well I mean, I'm sure he's got. I don't some know what he's tracks. saying. I don't know what. I don't know any. I, my Spanish is literally like I just about say. Like I, I almost said Hola. French there. That's how bad it was. I almost said <laughs> thanks in French, but uh, and I've like been in Spanish countries for like probably six months, and I'm, my Spanish is very yeah. Very you poor. did Argentina, well, Portugal, Mexico, Canada, yeah, yeah, Mexico. Mexico I was there for two months. Argentina three months, and probably like over time Spain and stuff. But just and that's one. If I ever go back there for an extended period, I have to learn, man. Or just wait for the chip. Once he the did, chip comes no, in, no, he's a Duolingo, bro. Yeah, hit, hit the yeah chip. I tried that for a little bit, but yeah. Um, well, guys, so let's work through some of the list, though. Uh, we, we've hinted at some memes. Did any other memes stand out to you? There was the work wife. There was uh, the, the personal trainer version of that as well. But oh, that's the, the same image. Posted that. Yeah, that was really yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. Um, any any other favorites from you? I mean, obviously, for audio listeners. The Timu one. Well, we're going to talk about the ads, but oh, exactly. oh, my goodness, man. Because Timu did two ads, right? That was Four. Four? Oh, Four damn. I thought ads, they did bro. two. Oh, and remember, damn. so the, uh, I don't know, about Blau, were you going to pull up the numbers, uh, how much the 30-second spot uh, Yeah, I've got up? it here. You had it's it, right? Seven, let me just pull up. So let yeah, so this year here. it was 7 million for a 30-second ad spot. And uh, Blau's going to run off the numbers. I mean, it's the, it, it even, it's gone even higher than inflation. Like it's, it's just the idea of, there's just the only event now that every everyone knows that we're going to look at. Yeah, but, uh, can you see here? So this is, in 2019, it was 4.5 million. Then it went up to 5.2, 2020 in COVID year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so wait, this was just before COVID though, no? I guess. I mean, if you go back even just 10 years ago, it's it exploded. Was three, it was like two or three or something like that. Yeah, Which exactly. is very interesting. We should definitely talk about this because I know, Jack, you worked in advertising. You would have probably worked on Super Bowl stuff, I'm assuming, right? At some point. Like Super Bowl uh, ads? Aspirate, aspir pitched it, but never got to work on one, yeah. Oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Walk us through uh, the, the logic of the Super Bowl. Like, is this something that you'd like would you just do anything at all costs have one net for your own portfolio or like what was your yeah i think like? like i mean not anymore it feels like maybe that stuff was way more quote unquote artful a while ago as like you know people would actually tune in to watch the ad like you go to parties and people would like quiet down during the yeah, ads yeah, to yeah. like watch something clever or funny or whatever and now I don't know if I'm getting old or I'm like out of the loop of of what is funny, but they are like excruciatingly bad. I feel in like comparison. they're just trying to get they're just trying to get attention more than it is like funny and stuff, right? Like I mean, yeah, and, and they use like clever, celebrity, like it, obviously, yeah. Yeah, it used to just be this like platform for like Very mega creative. creativity and like oh, if you get that, like really push the boat out on like what you're gonna put out there like the even last year 
we did a couple of them, right? It just seems like this year it was like void of all of that stuff. Like the FTX one was insanely good. The, the, oh, with um, what's the Larry name? David one. That, that was two years ago to confirm. Two yeah, years that ago. Was, that was the post. That was, that was the a- hype. And, and actually, we, we're not going to talk about it too much, but Bitcoin hit 50K, which was a big milestone. Trunk's almost going to be sitting down slash. He's already is. He got tired. But, um, but that, and we were saying the, you know, when we look for those bubble kind of uh indicators like there was i don't think it was one crypto ad right i don't, I don't remember seeing yeah. any well the and, funny uh yeah. people were joking that the one crypto ad was uh a jack dorsey and sitting in there with oh, Beyonce yeah. and, uh, oh that Jay-Z. was so good wearing, Dude, the satoshi wearing a shirt. satoshi shirt oh my and then, god and we talked about it when it happened but he paid 297 million dollars a title and the running joke of that one of the best memes was like if you want to know how much it costs to hang out with Beyonce and uh, Jay Z. Yeah, there we go. Beyonce and Jay Z in the box. It's three hundred million dollars. Because you know, there's that. There was that old question of would you have lunch with da- yeah, Jay Z yeah, yeah. or yeah. ten million or whatever it was, and some idiots were saying they would take the lunch. Well, not maybe not idiots. We can argue that. We I know. Well, Jack, you want to know? Go on, you want to know on. something funny? I have at Jack on uh, Farcaster. I saw. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was getting tagged on uh, <laughs> yesterday. Sunday night, yeah. That's and, hysterical. Uh, people dude. Like, oh, so good. Jack's t- Jack's tweeting from the Super Bowl, and it was my account on. Uh, oh my god! So <laughs> that's so good. Was, uh, got confused with that, but well, um, man, I know hey, Jack that's a good Butcher cat getting Jack, is happy Jack to is good. speak to Jack Dorsey no about doubt. that we account. Go. Pioneer of sound money. <laughs> Pioneer sound money, incredible. Welcome that, on the podcast anytime. <laughs> Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, if you want that, dude. if you want the at Jack Candle, we might. I mean, I don't know if that's being given up by Jack ever, but um, as in our Jack. Anyway, but well, he yeah, wouldn't that like was it, man. It's uh, Ethereum based protocol. So oh, that's true. Actually, yeah, he's a bit yeah, of a no competition a, from a him on that Siller, front. bro. He's a one. He's a. There's only one one to rule them all. Yeah, there that is no that shirt was voice. going hard. Not gonna lie, I definitely was trying that's to Google that. That's a great that. shirt. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's in this for people who are not watching, only listening. It's kind of in the style. Like the retro, the Nirvana, you know, the Nirvana, Nirvana happy style, face. exactly, exactly. So people have the band T-shirts and stuff. But, but this is what to talk about. This was so super so great, man. We're all sitting there. It was watching. a cultural moment, yeah. Still, it's just that. Well, back to uh, something Jack had mentioned earlier is like how do you, speaking of the cultural moment side is like how do you pick these artists? That's what's gotten so interesting, right? Is like. Well, hey, I'll address the ads thing. Ads are way more benign now. I think people are still very scared of the blowback, which is mm, what that's, the hysterical that's a great thing. Point, yeah. Which is what the hysterical thing is. Well, we we were texting about it in our group chat. The Kanye ad. So for people that don't know, Kanye Incredible, yeah. paid seven million dollars for a thirty second ad. Like, and blah, it's on he his details. He literally did it from his smartphone. It was and zero production. It was so good. He basically says, "This is yay." Uh, we pe- we spent seven million on the spot, so we don't have any budget for for the the, Production. the actual creative, basically. And he's like, "But so you know, Yeezy.com is live, twenty dollar everything." Uh, that's and he's like, "We got pods, we got shoes, or whatever." And then he's like, "And that's it. All right, out." And then he and, 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 he, it, and he sold twenty million. Dude, yeah. you want to be so funny? He's been on fire he did on that, Instagram, and like it just stretched too long, and he forgot to mention the URL. <laughs> Oh my God. Could you imagine like the people that we on I his mean, back I mean, the state oh of God. this guy's life right now, like, Incredible. listen, we've talked about it. There's clearly mental health issues here. So we're not going to make light of that. Having said that, they bought a 30 second spot 
for his website. So the reason why I brought that up to begin with is the whole point of like, these ads are so benign now. And then Yeezy comes in. And it stands with, out because it's on his what's cell phone. so funny about that? It's the selfie I didn't even know camera. That they, I didn't even know that happened, boys. What, when was that, what point in the game was it on? I missed it. I didn't uh, actually see that live. I, and I had to Google after to see, did that actually happen? Or was it just him putting a video out? And now the story is, oh, it was on oh, Super Bowl. Is that but true? I mean, I did think it was. Did we get confirmation? I think it, we can assume. I mean, I Googled it before, which obviously is not a lot Dude, of Dude, I kind of hope he didn't. I kind of hope that they would didn't be even submit an ad. Brilliant, right? Because he didn't yeah. pay the 7 million, but he's getting that amount. The, no, the, I'm pretty sure assumption. he did. But I did. then I was looking at a list of the 58 commercials on like some random list and I didn't see it on here, but Bro, it may have been one of those last minute ones. Because I remember when- $400 million. That's wild, right? <laughs> oh my God, and so Trunk, ads. to answer your original question around like our opinion on it, I didn't really say, but- I've kind of, I've been here for over 10 years now and when I first got here I was like I don't understand the rules like I just didn't get it but then I've over the years I like I only watch one game pretty much a year or like if there's a big game just before it and like some of my friends are big fans so I'll go to the bar watch it with them or something but um and like this year I didn't really have the headspace to to relearn really a lot about the different players and stuff but it's always good just to know enough like the my favorite one was the Seahawks versus Patriots was it where they had the last minute um, well, the last second where the, the beast interception mob guy, at the line oh. exactly where they, they were like three yards away and they and just needed went, to oh, give dude, it to the, him the pain the look on the guys' oh, faces oh my god and that was so fun that year because he was hilarious like he was he's the you go and get got guy right he's the one yeah. who said that and um, yeah he's, he's a funny dude anyway so um, let's just say yeah were there any ads that did stand out because like we said it's seven minutes uh, seven million dollars this year uh, I think that's the same as last year but I guess the, the other question around the ads is a more of a macro question especially for Jack because like when we were when I was like selling digital ads for Google and YouTube right once a week gotta mention it so we were going up against Super Bowl and I'd say like 2010, the pitch was very much like, why are you spending money over there? You can spend it online and get a lot more reach for a lot less cost. And YouTube, for example, you get a Super Bowl audience every day. If you literally just buy the, the, you can buy um, a homepage takeover. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do it like back in the day, they used to do all this interactive crazy one. So, and that would cost way less, right? Like that, I forgot how much it is now, but it's a fraction of the price. And um, but then over the years, it got more sophisticated. It was more about extending that. So it was like you're getting this big splash moment. Let's make sure when people like me today Googling, you know, Super Bowl ads, I get to show up on YouTube, extend mm. that out. And I remember there was one client. It's the actual the, the CMO that I told you guys about, the Internet guy, the one who said we don't believe in Internet. We believe in Internet. They spent seven million dollars on this ad for Super Bowl. And like when you literally Googled like the word of what the whole campaign was about they they weren't anywhere on organic search or um paid and it was like one percent of the cost was just to make the most of that traffic and they didn't have it in order so there was a lot of stuff like that that used to happen i'm just curious now though because digital ads have actually become quite expensive compared to the, the way they were 10 years ago this sort of stuff actually might make more sense again so if you're a really big brand paying seven million for hundreds of millions of impressions is actually maybe not that bad an idea anymore. Yeah. And it's not just the number of impressions. It's just like the level of like scrutiny and the event around it. Right. It's like the seven, the reaching 
But it's like we're talking about it right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. Well, it just shows that if Microsoft, Google, like in the past, Facebook, all the big digital platforms are spending money on Super Bowl ads, it kind of verifies like they see enough value in it and they own all the digital market inside as well. So anyway, and that's, and that's the interesting. Kanye yeah. thing is like the, a pretty great example of like the instant ROI on that stuff. Fascinating. Direct. Oh, that's ROI. a that's a very uh, uh, to Jack's point, and we've talked about it on the show. I mean, obviously, the difference between brand and direct response. That's literally direct response, right? <laughs> like mm -hmm. that was a direct response calculation. Like the the uh, the G the church that spent on two Jesus ads. How are they calculating the LTV CAC on that, right? <laughs> Versus Kanye, he already calculated the LTV CAC twenty well, mil boy, against seven. Let's actually show up because we were gonna briefly touch on his thing here can you guys see the screen here yeah yeah so for people who are uh, only listening kanye's been posting some absolutely crazy amount of stuff on instagram but he's basically i love that he basically runs this whole business on iMessage. Do you know, do you know what i mean mm. it's like it's hysterical you know it's, it's amazing he'll be posting like screenshots of text from other people but this one is just basically saying end of day report yeezy pods two hundred sixty-six thousand sold you know, uh, Vulture Pant A, uh, Vulture Pant B conversion rate, which I will say 6.56% is a good That's conversion crazy. rate for, I mean, I, I don't look at that often Well, dude, anymore, can we actually pull up the, blog? will you pull up the ad? I think it's worth watching the ad. Yeah, it's just like so how, uh, I'll pull it up. How um, uh, raw it is. I mean, there's a lot of other raw stuff going on the IG page, but uh, with this <laughs> Exactly. Well, let me put up while you guys, but any, I think we just want to talk for two minutes on, well, uh, uh, the other ones that stood out the to commercial, me. Though. Here it is. I'll tell Here you the ones that stood out to me. I think my favorite is probably uh, uh, the Dunkin' Donuts one with Ben that Affleck. That was good. Dude, was Ben Affleck, good. I love the star power. Jack Harlow, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom, Brady, Brady. and J-Lo. And I love that it's good. for Dunkin' Donuts. Do you know how much Ben Affleck loves it's a Boston thing, right? Duncan, I mean, I'm wearing a Boston hat right now. I'm wearing a Boston Red Sox hat. Repping They're obviously old from Boston. Gold, Goodwill hunting styles. They love Dunkin' Donuts. If you look at all these jokes about Ben Affleck looking haggard, look at how many times he's just holding a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm pulling up the Kanye um, video. It's only 30 seconds, so people can yeah, go with we'll, us here we'll if you've already it. seen it before. Right at the bottom of the screen, and I got some shoes. And <laughs> the way he's looking across the screen, bro. That's it. That's bro, it. Okay, bro. That's it. <laughs> we were hysterical when Bilal was describing the ad. He's like, Yeah, he mentioned shoes, pods, pants. And he's like, he that's didn't even catch it. <laughs> I don't even he know said, what pods are, bro. That's the I'm, I'm so old. E -E -Z -Y, and uh, that's it. That's about and it. Dude, it looked like he was in the back of a For city cab. bus. Yeah, it yeah, looked yeah, like he was yeah, taking yeah. a bus. This guy was <laughs> taking like a like a commercial city bus, and then he's oh running this ad. Unbelievable. Well, but I mean, yeah, like, I mean, he's uh, been I mean, on because he dropped the album too, and so there's been a whole first because he basically goes artist, quiet for a long time, right? Go, go on. I mean, first independent artist. No, just the first independent artist hit number one on Spotify, and listen, we're not agreeing with everything this guy's ever said. 
We're talking about definitely him not. No, from no. a purely, yeah, definitely not. We're talking from a media Cultural and uh, business media. standpoint. Yeah, unbelievable, man. Just yeah. Well, I will say for people that didn't watch, he posted his girlfriend three the same video three times. Uh, they're just walking in like the. Uh, I think it no, it was they were in a club or something like dancing, and she's just wearing very provocative well, they were clothes. At the Super Bowl. They, they were at the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. And he, I think he uh, posted the same video three different times on his timeline. And then he posted another video being like, everyone's complaining that I'm posting my wife three times. F you. You should post your wife three times. And it's like, oh my God, he, he really having his time again. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we can move on from Super Bowl in well, a second. Any, do you guys have any, any more favorite ads? Any, I'd say the Sarah V one I thought was great with Michael Sarah, you know, the, um, the uh, actor from... Oh, was, I must have been watching the wrong stream or something because I didn't see any of this. <laughs> see All that. I had was like pharmaceutical... You yeah, know, you were watching the pirated yeah, Canadian stream. You're streaming uh, that, yeah? yeah. yeah. But the CeraVe with Michael Cera, I thought like, because it's a very boring product and an old brand, but they, they kind of found a way to, you know, laugh at it a little bit. And then the Uber Eats, forget, I wouldn't say it was like genius, but they had some big people Dude, in there. David thing, Beckham, right? Victoria the Beckham, stars. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston, David Schwimmer. Is that David Schwimmer? The yeah, Ross David from Friends. Both from Friends. Because it was all about forgetting and it was them two together. So it was kind of, and then like David Beckham, Victoria, I think was sitting in the Rolls Royce room, you know, like that meme. Oh, so it was, I, I think so. It seemed like it in their house or something. So yeah, pretty funny, man. I think there was... What so, about uh, one more ad that I wanted to mention was, well, Christopher Walken had a good BMW ad. Uh, the Michael Sarah one to Bilal's point, which is hysterical, is you take a pretty boring brand and like stick like Michael Sarah. His uh, name. Obviously yeah. his name. That's like when Michael Bublé started uh, endorsing bubbly water. Uh, yeah, like, exactly. Genius. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect alignment. We just need to get James Blunt to be shilling some blunts, you know, <laughs> working with Snoop Dogg on one of his products. Uh, so let, that last one we should really talk about is Timu or whatever, T-E-M-U. So they had four spots, you said. Yeah, they had four spots. Is that a record? Man. I don't know if it's a record, but, but that's a lot. That's that's a lot of money. Well, dude, you guys yeah. are advertising or from the advertisement. Imagine, can you walk me through the logic of that? Running. Yes, it's the rule of seven we've talked about, right? Have we talked about that? Like the rule of seven is again kind of an old advertising thing. Jack, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, where someone needs to see your brand seven times to notice. Uh, and like you'll see a billboard, you'll see it on a taxi, you'll see a TV commercial, you'll see a banner ad. And normally it can take multiple times, but it's normally spread over a few days or a week, not like yeah, not, in one not sitting. Not in one you know quarter. I mean? Yeah. And they're just like, the, the joke though was like there was budget left over and they were like, we need to spend it on something. Because that's enough, <laughs> Jack, you must have seen that, right? Like they're like at the end of the year and it's like December 24th. And they're like, well, let's just, let's just uh, roll out the rest of the budget for the year. Is the joke that if you don't spend that budget, they cut it for next year? Yeah, like because yeah. some companies, they just cut it because the way their budgets work. Oh, wow. You like didn't that. have to use all that money. We uh, we apportioned you way too much. Yeah. Well, also, Trung, the funny thing is if you're in ad sales, that's when you're you know making sure there was some sort of soft pitch to claim oh. that you had something to do with it. Because you're like, wait a minute, how did... Uh, so-and-so Nike spends so much more. And you're like, oh yeah, we've been pitching them for nine months about this end of year special. And then, you know, obviously, you know, that's exaggeration, but. Well, let me, uh, let me actually tee up a, a really good meme before we kind of end up on this, uh, uh, this Super Bowl talk. Um, this one's hysterical, man. Chris, our boy, the, the friend, uh, friend of the show, never actually been on, but like friend of, uh, friend of the pod, but uh, Chris Backe, hysterical. 
He's got that yeah. photo of uh, Roman Roy when he actually <laughs> sent his dad a dick pic, and it goes, Monday morning emergency leadership meeting with the senior director of marketing at Timu, who's supposed to wire $8 million for one Super Bowl ad, but accidentally wired $80 million for 10 ads. Oh, that's incredible. Actually, let me, uh, well, let me, let, let's pin this with the Timu conversation, though. So for people that don't know, uh, Timu is uh, the shopping ad for, uh, it's like Shein. You're basically connected to a bunch of manufacturers in China at dirt like cheap drop prices. Shipping, basically, right? It's like yeah. it's like it's like Zara or H and M fast fashion meets Chinese industrial manufacturing. Alibaba Express, yeah. basically, like, <laughs> like the, the door, pace, yeah. right? They have new clothes every single day that they will ship to you, and it costs. 10% of what you'd pay, right? Or a third of what you pay at Zara and H&M, yeah. which are already It's like cheap. Primark prices, but for uh, directly to your door or yeah, something or like that. Or winners or what else is uh, popular? Well, anyways, people get the point. It's cheap Chinese manufactured clothing on trendy uh, 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 trends, I guess, fashion trends. But there, is their tagline shop like billionaires or is that someone yeah, else? Yeah, shop like billionaires. But that's hilarious. <laughs> that's the funniest thing. Like, how but are they dude, claiming that? So that the needs other to be hysterical verified. tweet I saw was, <laughs> This Timu ad looks like they bought it off of Timu. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. No, but here's the thing about Timu that people uh, may not know. Um, I think Timu's market cap now, it's owned by PDD, a Chinese uh, uh, conglomerate or uh, e-com company. Let me see PDD market cap. So back in, we talked about in this show, but back, oh, PDD is a $170 billion company. But back when TikTok blew up, so between 2019 and call it over COVID, TikTok went parabolic, right? Well, its owner, ByteDance, they spent a billion dollars on Facebook ads. So they basically bought their way through Facebook's distribution to become a monster. That's exactly what Shein and Timu are doing. So if you look at Facebook or Meta's previous earnings report, they're like, oh, we had really strong growth in China. I think 10% of their ad sales was from Timu. So Timu is wow. spending hundreds of millions of dollars a quarter on Facebook. To I don't even know if they're making money, but they're doing the basically the TikTok version of fast fashion. It sounds like it's going to end badly if we're being honest about it. And uh, if we apply the FTX model or the whoever bought ads uh, for crypto during the Super Bowl two years ago, if we apply that model to 2024, I think Timo might be in trouble. Uh, yeah, the other one that enough. people called out was Anthropic, the other mm. the OpenAI competitor for doing a 30 second spot. They're like, they got nothing better to do with that money. So that was the I other one. I think that Microsoft did some a co-pilot one. As, sorry, go no, on. Oh yeah, that. they did. Oh, there's some absolutely unbelievable products on Timo, boys. <laughs> Can you, <laughs> you share wait, screen? Let's share the screen, I need to see this. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. That's amazing. Wait. Unique basketball gift idea. Perfect for birthdays. You know, this is straight up SEO like search based title, right? Like this is like Bilal oh, eBay, eBay title. It's like perfect gift for birthdays, yeah. anniversaries, Christmas. Includes pump. They're beautiful. Wow. Yo, so this is unbelievable. The, yo, so people that aren't are, are watching Son, right wait, now are listening. Wait, wait, close. There's a poem on it. Wait, there's a there's a basketball for someone's son with a with a poem. This the is name beautiful. of this product is a special basketball to show your son love. The wow. perfect <laughs> that yo, is so good. The SEO <laughs> hacking is all look at this little kid. This well, this reminds kid. me of like the first. You remember the like first iteration of Facebook uh, stuff where it was like 
to my firefighter husband who lives in Philadelphia and has a bulldog. I love you on a t-shirt or something. <laughs> it was like directly a product of the targeting algorithm of like every filter in the targeting algorithm had been hit <laughs> on the product itself. So people are like, oh my this God. is magic. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's like that overlap of every single thing. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming most, without knowing, what I'm assuming. What is that, bro? Yeah, wait, what is that? Sorry, that looks like it's selling a BBL, bro. What's Jack, going on? Jack is uh, hovering He's over hovering. a product called One Piece Silicon Shaped Butt. Yeah. It looks like Kanye's Instagram right now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be posting I, some of this on there. Jeez, read the reviews. Christ. Yeah, I mean... Absolutely wonderful. Looks good. And I love the added weight. Where works as advertised. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. Some 148 works. reviews. It we must be right. affiliate code set up on this, boys. Man. Beautiful. Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah. Timu, the, send us hey, the bag. Timu, hit us up. We're ready for that bag. I will say, I will, it looks like to me, from without knowing anything about Timu, it looks like basically AI generated products, images, descriptions, uh, like algorithmically at least, you know, and then pictures and then like once it's sold they're like oh now we're going to make this product and send it because it's like mm. you oh, know, custom back, printing back. or something yeah. i don't know because how many people are buying i mean someone is buying that thing for the sun but it's like you know how on ads a lot of d2c direct to consumer <laughs> retail brands they they basically their bread and butter 95 percent of their business is just being good at facebook ads pretty, pretty much yeah, right? yeah like, that's yeah, true yeah. It's, and it's like testing a thousand different iterations of creative ad techs but this is like a next level. It's like, let's test the ads, but also the actual products at that level. I'm, I'm assuming it's like that, but that could be a fun uh, breakdown in the future. But yeah, anything else on, um, on this, boys? Popeyes was in there. Sketches with a T, with Mr. T. Used to work with them. No, oh, I got to watch all of these, boys. Bad. I'm sorry. I gave some, some misinformation at the beginning. I didn't see That's all right. one That's good ad. No, it's, well, maybe well, it didn't hold your attention enough. So that, that's enough of an insight in itself. And uh, yeah, the last thing, Trung, I will say as much as I joke about, I know you hate this. It's not even a joke. It's like how obviously I'm a big football soccer fan and um, I call it armball, obviously. But I, I have to say I, it really grew on me over the years. And like for the actual Super Bowl, I, oh. I do enjoy it enough to follow the game. But it is the complete opposite of like sports that we watch. It was actually a great like Scottish guy. I saw a TikTok video where he's comparing it. He's like, how do you guys watch this bullshit? And then, uh, I, sorry, I did an Irish accent there, but Not whatever. Bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, That's that was good, a Belfast man. accent. But anyway, and he was just comparing it to, he was like, this is a whole play. You're showing a replay 10 times. It's like, it's like, um, it's like David Beckham passing the ball to Harry Kane. And then he gets hit by Virgil van Dyke. <laughs> And that is a thing you're watching 12 times in 12 different angles. And it's like, and then you're showing Victoria Beckham in the stands every two minutes. Yeah. And it was yeah. quite a funny comparison, like with the UK references. Well, it's but a anyway. continuous play versus stop and go, right? It's like the yeah, yeah. It's a big. For, it's perfect for like commercials and you know sitting there having your wings. You know what I mean? I, I always lean into. I get the wings, get the chicken fingers. You know, oh, go, yeah, go, go enjoy Embrace. it. Yeah. Assimilate Bilal. Assimilate, yeah. All right, boys, let's move on, yeah? Um, just I wanted to do two minutes just to wrap up the Kanye thing. The fact that he's now selling $20 products, You, we've talked about on the pod before when we talked about Virgil, but it's kind of come the full way, the full arc from you ain't got to answer Sway, if you guys remember that, where Sway on the radio was telling him, why don't you just do this yourself? He's like, no, I need the production chops of Adidas, of Louis Vuitton. Then he went high-end, and he, he worked, uh, you know, did 
Fendi, all that stuff. He, he worked very high end. So people knew he had his fashion chops. Then he went Nike, had a falling out with them. You know, obviously blew up the Yeezy stuff, went to Adidas, smashed it there, but then blew it blew up. Blew that up. Blew that up. There's a common thread here. Went to, with, to partner with Gap. And I think Balenciaga, they were going to do like a three-way, like high-end designs at Gap price. And his whole thing was, I want to sell this at $20. He's been saying that for a long well, time. Well, he's got the Gap line, right? Like he has that, well, the, from the Yeah, Raptors, I wasn't sure what, like... the, what the final verdict was with that. But anyway, so they, this is kind of like the comments are people like, oh, he said he's going to do this and he's actually done it. So you got to, you know, he's, he says a lot of wild stuff and stuff I don't agree with, but from a business point of view, you've got to kind of appreciate that arc coming full circle. I agree. Um, I agree. All right, boys. Anything else on that? There was, um, Trung, you'd mentioned the Super Sports app. Did you want to men- talk about that? or what, what? Yeah, that's an interesting one, actually. Because uh, it's related, yeah. About yeah. ESPN, so, Fox, Warner. What's going on there? I don't know if you guys saw this because I think all of us are kind of in the same boat. I mean, I, I, I believe, Bilal, you don't have cable, right? No, I'm a cord cutter. Jack, you're a cord cutter. Jack, do you have cable? No, I've got a Fubo I pay for just to get. Oh, you pay for Fubo? Okay, neither yeah. actually have cable. So I, log, actually, I log in. I do log in to NBC and stuff using a cable login though. So, but is that uh, your yeah, parents? I Peacock, Fubo, I, mean, I can't Hulu, confirm or deny, but yeah. <laughs> no. So you're we're doing password swapping. So I actually paid twenty bucks to watch Super Bowl because I don't have cable. And uh, uh, you obviously remember two weeks ago, Peacock, which is owned by NBC, did that experiment, right? They had the ex- was speaking of a meme day. That was a wild meme day. Uh, the joke on that day was everybody had to download the Peacock app and the, and the the memes of the boomers like spending hours trying to figure out how to do it. What was but, that uh, for again? Uh, two, uh, three playoff rounds ago in NFL, you had right. to download Peacock. So they had a, I think they had thirty or twenty million downloads, which is like pretty significant. Um, but obviously a ton of churn. Uh, uh, next year Amazon will do it. Just so like an exclusive football game where everybody will have to download that app. Uh, the NBC paid hundred million for that game. Uh, I think Amazon will be the same. But the idea, but so I'll just pitch you guys more businessy stuff. It has, doesn't have to be American sports. So this sports app which we've talked about briefly on the show is like the cable bundle is going to wave doo-doo. All three of us are out of the cable bundle. We're out, right? And the cable bundle for people that may not know was one of the greatest business inventions ever. It was like you had a hundred million households in America. They're all subscribed to the cable bundle and they're all paying whatever, like hundred bucks a year essentially. And all that money is being, everybody's eaten. No one's really complaining. And the amount of money you could get for having a good piece of that cable bundle was like, if you had a sports a piece you get paid out the ass right i think uh espn disney was making nine dollars a subscriber versus maybe say a dollar for hgtv um so this is where you get all these crazy useless shows by the way it's like the more shows you could roll up uh and offer into the cable bundle the bigger piece of that pie you'd get but obviously uh that cable bundle has gone from 100 million subscribers down to 60 to 70 mil and you just extrapolate it out to the future right it's going to go down. Everybody's going to want over the top streaming. Well, you, you know, what's interesting is like, isn't the X subscriber payout basically like the starting that from scratch? What do you like mean? Basic, basically the surface area of content you're creating for the network, you are getting. Oh, that piece of the pie. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah. It, uh, it is. You're right. And I mean, the reason I'll never even approximate is because of the live sports, right? It's like the people willing to pay for live sports is just insane. So like this package that's being offered, it's ESPN. Fox and uh, Warner Brothers. So they own about 55% of all the sports rights. So this is the balancing act they have. And it's funny because they're trying to to woo guys like us. 
They want us to pay. Guys like you, me, and Jack that maybe don't watch religiously but will want to watch these event sports. They want us to pay about 30 bucks a month. I'm not going to do it. But can they capture enough of that? And they have to price it in such a way that it doesn't cannibalize the cable business, which is still a cash cow. So it's a very interesting dilemma they have. So from a business standpoint, people that enjoy that, this is something to watch. The Apple come out in fall. Uh, it hasn't been uh, uh, announced a name yet. But the best comp, uh, comparable thing is Hulu, which is owned by Comcast, Disney. A bunch of these guys tried to go together. The new streaming because they've got the they've got the bundle of Hulu, Disney, and ESPN. I guess right. Exactly. They're trying ESPN to like ESPN Plus or something. Redo the bundle. And the joke is that they're just recreating the cable bundle for over the yeah. Time. It's like the, bundling, unbundling. But if you're like a a tech business podcast listener, you've heard that phrase bundling, unbundling. There's only way to only two ways to make money: uh, bundling and unbundling. Exactly. And now it's kind of going back. You know, it just goes in cycles. So yeah, very interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I guess the other question is for certain sports. Like for me, I think a lot about the Premier League. Obviously, so the Premier League now is the most you know lucrative soccer football you know english football league but in, around the world all the money's gone to it with the tv rights so now all the english teams get way more money than the italian league spanish league so all do you the big pay for it no so that that here in the us you can watch on nbc so that one i watch here on nbc but then it used to be you could watch every single game on nbc when i moved there 10 years ago now it's like you need peacock you need NBC. Sometimes it's like some of the domestic games on ESPN. Champions League might be on CBS or something. So I find my way around that, which we can't talk about on the pod, but you can figure that <laughs> out. And so, no, most of the time I do honestly watch it on the, the, the cable uh, NBC because I, I also, yeah, so that's how I, how I watch it. Um, but in the UK, they've got Sky Sports. They've got BT Sports, which is now called something else. Um, there's, there's a few, but I've always just been like, I don't even need to watch all the other games. Like personally, I just want to watch Arsenal pretty much. And like, if they had a direct thing that I could pay them directly, there's no margin for them. I always was curious to understand how, if that could ever be a viable business model for them. And I think like in a, with a long enough time horizon, it could. But the truth is like, there's so many people who just are, you know, 55, 65, want to watch it on Sky Sports on TV. They're watching it at the pub and the pub doesn't want to figure out how to do, you know, have to get one for each right team. It, single team yeah. And then you've got all the other side, the cable networks, Sky Sports selling, you know, all the ads and the ad sales infrastructure they got. So I do think there's a reason why it's still going to have these three parties involved. But I think like the NBA, I think does a better job of this, right? Like they have NBA Pass, I think, where you can, can you subscribe League to that like one yeah. team? League pass and stuff Everything like that. except uh, the only thing that's gated is if your VPN is for the local game. Uh, oh, got it's, it. Okay. It's quite good. Yeah. That yeah. That's and then you and just from like you know our world, internet world, right? Like going direct consumer subscription model, adding all the extra bonuses. It's the Patreon model of podcasts, right? Like give them extra stuff, give them less ads, uh, give them behind the scenes content, make like, them feel special, make them feel special, and. And I just feel like when I look at Arsenal, I mean, I've actually kind of pitched it to someone at Arsenal to ask, like, is there something you could ever do in a long enough time horizon? Why not? And I think I told you this, guys, before, not to name drop, but I had dinner once with the owner of the Boston Celtics and we spoke about it as well. Like, why can't you guys just basically own this directly yourself? And, um, and that's the reason why. It's because there's so many parties involved and you kind of mm -hmm. need to, you don't want to cut everyone out because they, they they do add value to a certain extent. So yeah, um, 
yes yeah, i don't know if that can ever work what do you guys reckon do you think that would ever be a thing where you can just directly subscribe to your team and you get to see everything and take it one long like it feels like there's just so much stuff in the way yeah i think uh real madrid has some channel on uh yeah Fubo. yeah and, I was and, just like the other day. Man it just United came on. had MUTV as well, and Chelsea actually, you're right? Yeah, and they just play old games and like if just you're like, really, it's, it's UK like gold kebab for shop football. TV yeah. basically. Kebab shop TV. It's like what I was saying for people in the UK. There's a show, there's a TV channel UK Gold, I think, where they just play old like um, Only Fools and Horses, right. you yeah, know, all the you old TV that? shows, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You want to know what's a fascinating topic, and we should probably get an expert on. Uh, I don't know, we probably won't, but we should. Is how like the cable channel developed, like the way Jack said, it's like kebab shot TVs. Like the cable networks realized, like CNN. That at the end, like they started realizing that the only people that are watching their channels or the way it's watched is like CNBC. It's like, you know, walking through an airport or at a bar behind the screen. So that's when they started adding all the chirons and like the special graphics. They knew there's no audio and they knew that people are watching it passively. It actually developed over decades how like insane like these screens are now. Like the amount of information they're trying to drop in your face uh, at because they know you're walking from like gate to gate at the airport and you might catch something on the screen, right? Um, it's ser- a very interesting development to get into this kebab shop mode. All right. Uh, well, Bilal, let's, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, Should let, we... What other topic do we have on the menu? I know yeah, you got let's a do, um, yeah, I know. So you guys, you tell me, Trunk, do you want to chat UMG and his CEO versus TikTok? I think that was from last week. There was also Barstool, DraftKings, which was kind of interesting. He's come back with that. Um... Nvidia is now worth more than Amazon and Google. Like that's a new that thing. That's mental. Do that's we have? Yeah, mental, it's crazy. Well, here, well, let me let me. Thing, yeah. How about this? I'll throw a funny fun fact from our boy. Uh, I'm, I'm writing about it right now, briefly. But so Masayoshi-san, who we've talked about here before, uh, he and we talked last week about WeWork, right? So Masayoshi-san lost 14 billion dollars on WeWork, and then people laugh about his ups and downs. So let me just run through his life for you guys. He's a very NIA character. <laughs> So in the mid '90s, he uh, his company SoftBank, which started out in telecommunications and and, and IT, he invested over a billion dollars into hundreds of internet startups. One of those he did was Yahoo, got about thirty percent of Yahoo. At the peak of dot com, he was the richest person in the world for three days. He's worth seventy-eight billion dollars. Dot com bubble bust. Is that in his 90- bio? I was the richest yeah, uh, man right. in the world for three days. <laughs> he lost ninety-nine percent of his wealth. In three days. So he was ahead of a, so this, no, but this guy has the biggest nuts in the world. I mean, that's the point of this, what I'm talking about. He then took obviously 20 mil, put into Alibaba, the greatest investment ever. He's made over the course of Alibaba, $72 billion. So 20 mil to 72 bill. And then the last five years, everybody's been joking about uh, Masayoshi-san because of SoftBank Vision Fund when he raised whatever, $100 billion for his fund. And, uh, Lost 14 bill on uh, on WeWork. Lost billions on Uber, uh, DD, which is the Chinese Uber. In 2019, speaking to Blau's point about NVIDIA, he owned 5% of NVIDIA. It's about Jesus $3 million, $3 billion. Made sold it all back it. in one trade. Sold it. No, no, sold oh it, dude. Oh, my God. That stake oh would be worth God. $100 billion oh now. But, but not done yet. Arm Holdings, which we did talk about. They do the chip designs. We talked about it when it went public about six months ago. He bought ARM for $32 billion in 2016. It went public at about $50 bill. 
he uh, SoftBank Vision Fund owned ninety percent of it. It's I think tripled in the last month. <laughs> so his position in Arm is worth a hundred and thirty billion now. He made a wow. hundred billion on Arm. So this guy, the, the roller coaster ride. No one has bigger nuts in the world than Masayoshi Son. That's all I'm Respect. saying. That was the entire point of this segment. Yeah, that was a good segment. Yeah, do you reckon so uh, Trunk and Jack, do you reckon, because I saw a, a tweet from, um, what's his name? The Nomad List guy, uh, Peter Levels, Levels, who's obviously yeah. very big in the AI world. Like, you know, he's sharing his stuff. He's building all this stuff in AI. And even he was saying, this feels a little bit like crypto bubble in terms of valuations, not the company. Obviously, the company is in hot demand, but the valuation of it getting to that level of like, was it fourth biggest company in the world now? It's like Apple, Microsoft. Oh, Nvidia, yeah, Microsoft. It's crazy. I mean, Saudi Aramco, if you include them, is like three probably. And then these guys yeah, probably taking the spot. I think Saudi Aramco is number one, if you know what oh, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They got that side money, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. They got Bro. that reserves. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, they're not getting an Nvidia PE ratio, that's for sure. You know what I mean? Mm. They got that real profit. Well, you know, Arm, we're joking about Massa, so his PE ratio is double that of NVIDIA. But they also own 90% of the company, so there's only 10% float, so who knows what chicanery is going on. But this was the Masayoshi-san segment. Why don't we end with this? Do yeah, we have any great. shill bills? Anything to shill? Bilal, anything to shill? Jack? No, nah, MicroStrategy is now a Bitcoin development company. <laughs> yeah. What? I really? saw that, yeah. Yeah, he said Absolutely that Absolutely not investment today. advice, though. Yeah. But I saw they posted that, yeah. Clever pivot. Yeah. Clever it was basically that already. It was basically yeah. it was basically a, a, a Bitcoin hedge fund by the point. I, I love that them. they didn't pivot until it was 50k. They didn't pivot at 69k. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, incredible. By the way, I think the CEO is Vietnamese guy. So listen, Vietnamese CEO of uh, MicroStrategy. We had the former CEO on here. You can check the check the chain May 2022. Yeah. Last time we had another CEO on that that shit went real well. So yeah. uh, the FTX. If you want to yeah. yeah. come on. We will we will create a uh, Jack will create a special uh, uh, a trailer for you. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Jack. Oh my right. god! By the way, what, we ain't getting we, him back on, boys. So it was good that we did it when we did. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. I will say we we put out Jack put the most incredible trailer out, and I'll say if we we've probably not doing it, but if we ever did do a Patreon style behind the scenes, oh yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, that's that's one of the big characters. Version one, Jack, hold on. Yeah. Version Jack one, made, Jack made one. Jack trying made a veto. Larry <laughs> David Kirby. Because I was the one that's tweeting it out. I man. know. No, I completely agree. So people I, that I don't, don't know, that. Jack did like a <laughs> curb a your enthusiasm caliber trailer. Like, <laughs> like Michael Saylor said something about. I think he said the U.S. dollar will lose ninety nine point nine percent of its value. Yeah, and all of years. us are like. And wow. our reactions was it was like straight out of curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> like it was like extended. It was extended. I want to say this. Let's end on this. Is a hysterical run, boys. What it like? That was one of the funniest. Yeah, we set up a Patreon. If listeners, if you want to see the trailer that Jack made, we'll set up a Patreon. If we get enough messages about this, we might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not. Probably not. But that that is that was a. That was one of the highlights of doing this, for well, sure. Let, let, let me end on incredible. this, because about us to go, the funniest comment from when we had Michael Saylor on was this. <laughs> the funniest comment on the video was, wow, 
He's really desperate now. He's going on to this yeah, tiny little yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. That was so good. <laughs> With 4,000 subs. Oh, my God. You have to remember. No, there was another one there that said, uh, I wake up every day and I type Michael Saylor's name <laughs> into YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's still on there. For Rafa, extra, you might be able to find that because that, you was, know a, what's that so was on funny the original YouTube is, This is the last thing we will say, though. I remember those years is what... Because Jack was fully in that mode. Jack was telling me and Blau, I was like, you have to watch this What Is Money series. You guys yeah, have that to was do good. it. Oh, so I mean, basically, one of the best podcasts of all time. that comment about Google, uh, searching YouTube for Michael Saylor comment was just looking for more of that dopamine hit for reaffirming your conviction. Oh, in yeah. The, in the We're not back to it yet, boys. Yeah. That means there's a gap in the frothiness. So Mate, uh, Until Coinbase <laughs> is number one on the app store, boys. Exactly. That's the indicator. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd yeah. be curious to hear people's other indicators mine was text messages in those old That's dormant crypto whatsapp yeah. groups it's like literally last week when it hit or like a few days ago when it hit 50k the ping was just like bonjour someone wrote bonjour in the bitcoin <laughs> yeah. group the toad group came to life Hola. i think george mack george nice. mack our boy uh said something like maybe a few weeks ago in there just be like oh stuff's popping off but anyway uh, great to chat boys appreciate that and um let us know what you guys thought of that, how your Super Bowl was, and we will yeah. see you guys next Send week. Send us your favorite memes and uh, moments. Exactly. Uh, anyway, it's not investment advice. That was a fun one. All right, cheers, boys. Mm -hmm.